doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells him she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees. And it's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live, from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? Someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America. Sure don't look like much. Angry white guy radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52 Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. Independent surveys show that Salty Talk is cheaper and easier to listen to than most other streaming radio shows. For example, if PBS.org is... And houselive.gov is Salty Talk is Or something like that, anyways. Based on randomly made up survey information and data extrapolation out of thin air. Salty Talk. Add a little salt to your
It's time for a TF-52 flashback. Look, sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh, yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened, you know, in the past. All right, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. we before have. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? Or are you That's going to end up with the FBI visiting his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country, and but I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a Fight Club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a Fight Club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, I, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no. What, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation Eight, that's done it? Eighteenth, uh, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might I, be I right. Think it was it seventeen already. 18th, it would be the eighteenth state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes yeah. no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be. Go ahead. That would. That would.
queens in the booth getting live, live, live. I know the story how the glory was snatched from Jimmy Biscuit. You can't fuck with my clique, we mean business. Who I see, who you be, who I is, who you is. Where I'm at, where you at, how I live, how you live. I'm breaking weak MCs with the music. Rap strong man, words, flip trucks and cars. All I'm gonna say is that I'm back up in the booth. Tipping down the frame, I'm ripping off the roof. Who I be, who you be, who I is, who you is. Where I'm at, where you at, how I live, how you live. Girl, chaos, we got rhymes galore. Yeah! About to lose to the boss. Your whole crew are gonna put you on ice. Looks like we do it, boss. Do it, superpowers. Yo, superpowers, superpowers. Yo, superpowers, superpowers. Yo, superpowers, superpowers. I'm looking to lose the lights, dog. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. Yeah, I'm sure the truth is going to be a lot of fun tonight. Welcome to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, Twitch TV forward slash Sean Raz One. We are here. We are ready for another another exciting evening of the first 52. We have. We don't have a lot of different things to talk about, unfortunately. I'm, I'm really worried that it's going to end up being stuck on one subject. I am going to try to keep it off of one subject, but more than likely we will end up following on the one subject. But we'll, we'll try our hardest not to. Honey, how you doing over there? Good. Doing good? Yep. Guess I should turn your pot up before I come to you, shouldn't I? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that might help a little bit. Just might help a little bit. So, like I said, I'm going to try really hard, honey, to, to 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 move on to some other topics, but I really, I really don't see it happening, unfortunately. What was that? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I already know what the topic is. Well, obviously, most people that, that pay attention to anything will know what the topic is. And of course, all the way from Guatemala, let's see if he can hear me, if I can hear him. We did testing, and then, of course, he messages me two minutes before we go live and says, I can't hear right. Before I told you there. I am here. Can you hear me? Oh, look at that. We can hear each other. You can hear the music. You can hear everything going on, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. How about that? Third third world hey. country to a first world country, and it works as it should. And well, I've got my monitors up. Well, well, here's the deal. I actually, my the internet in my building's been going for the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> it's too loud in my ear now. <laughs> and uh, Thank you. Um, and I actually, I'm talking to you through my cell phone. 
I, I have I have my computer hooked up to a uh, a Wi-Fi hotspot, and I'm I'm talking through my cell phone. Lovely. The technology that we have to be able to do these things. Uh, how's your week been in Guatemala? You ready to wrap up your time and come home? Yeah, kind of. Uh, it's just it, a lot of frustrating things have been happening to me here lately. You know, <clears throat> the internet being one of them. You know, I moved back to Panachel to to get good internet, and now it's just it's fucking up here. And uh, frustrated as all hell. There's been a huge police presence here in the last couple of weeks. Um, well, you said that might be related. You said that might be related to Easter. Well, no, no. For the past month, there's been a lot of cops here. Just the other day, there was, you know, helicopters and military. I, I saw more guns uh, in the street this past week than the, the year that I've been here. Uh, but that's because the president was here, Jimmy Morales. Uh, I saw him fly in. I saw him fly out. I got video of it, too. Um, that aside, uh, the, you know, I've been hearing some crazy shit. You know, they're... they're um, they're harassing people on the docks. They're they're making it, you know, not not just gringos, everybody, and they're doing this across the lake in Santiago. Santiago would be more like um, the the Beverly Hills of Lake Atitlan. Right? So, so like it you is, said, the honeymoon is kind of over now. It sounds like it, it, uh, is things changing there. Did something happen that that would be causing a change that you can think of? Uh, well, the federal police are coming in and busting balls. It's not there's three. We have three types of police here in, on the lake. We have um, the federal police, which is PNC, uh, the municipal police, which is like the, the county cops, right? Because we, we have, um, well, I forget what they're called. Uh, and then we have the police, which are in, you know, the tourist spots. And the tourist police don't even carry guns. That they third actually one, help that, you. That third one you cut out. What's the, the third one called? Tourist police. Tourist police. So, so like, a, like a mall cop, in other words. Yeah, they're there to help. They're there to protect the tourists, actually. Um, and it's it's not it's not either one of the two locals, the federal guys that are coming here, fucking busting balls. And you know, one of my friends, I got arrested for buying coke. You know, the the girlfriend tried to bribe her way out of or bribe his way out of it. They were having nothing to do with it, so they don't want the money. They want the numbers. And um, I recently read an article that the president is going to repurpose some of his corrupt military police and put them in uh, by the borders and and points of strategic. Uh, Strategic spots. Are they going to build a drugs. wall? Is my question. Are they going to build a wall for it? To- no, because uh, they're very much in bed with uh, Trump. Because uh, th- this is one of the only governments that that actually is moving their uh, um, their uh, what's it, the uh, over in Jerusalem, um, Israel. They're they're moving their embassy. They're moving the embassy, just like the United States, oh, right? So and follow um, us. I got you. Right. So. They were actually looking to the American government for more planes and helicopters and guns to to to, to help to, to support the war on drugs. You might have and, you might have to go find a new country for Toad. No, no, I just got to find a new place because Lake Avalon, or a lot of the drugs are going to. You know, this is like the Key West of um, Guatemala. So it's the fun place to be, in uh, other words. Well, yeah, you can be fun. <laughs> and, and, you look, you know, when I lived in San Pedro, San Pedro was, you know, where all the um, hippies are. You know, I told you they, the girls would, you know, they don't shave your arms or the legs. People walking barefoot through the street and yoga and all this other shit. And across the lake, a little bit across the lake on the other side is San Marcos, which is the uber hippies. They they shun the San Pedro hippies. So there's just drugs everywhere. Um So I, when I come back here, I'm coming back to Antigua, which I was there last month and I loved it. Antigua. That's on the other side of the of the lake, right? 
just to get my bearing on where you're at. It's not even on. Is. It no, it's not on the lake. It's uh, it's about at 45 minutes away from Guatemala City. So I actually pass it when I go from here to Guatemala City, which I do. You know, I've done like eight times already. Right. Um. So it, it's it's really like if you were to come visit me, it would take me an hour to get you from the airport instead of four hours. Well, that's not bad, I guess. Well, I, I don't really plan on coming to Guatemala anytime soon. All right, let's. Uh, we got the Guatemala update. We can get some more on that in a little bit. Uh, honey, how's your week been? It's it's been a couple of days so far, <laughs> but yeah, since last Tuesday, <laughs> fun, eventful. Yeah. Well, your grandpa was in the hospital. Had some issues with that. He's doing better now. Uh, definitely a good yeah. thing. Glad to hear that. Uh, yep, he got out last week. He's good to go. Your brother, we went and saw your brother this week uh, after he broke his foot and had surgery. Yeah. He seems to be doing better. Yep. You know, at least doing. I, I don't know if you know that, uh, Dave, but Chris, her big brother, he, mm-hmm. he, he broke his heel playing with the dog barefoot outside. <laughs> it's amazing how big people break <laughs> things easily. Really is. He, like, right, seriously right. injured himself. Yeah, bad. Did a good job. Broke the heel. You know, like, just the heel. Unreal. So anyway, uh, like I said, we got a lot yeah. of we got a lot of things to not talk about, and one main thing that we're going to probably focus on most of the night. I know, Dave, you've been facebooking, uh, battling today. I decided I wasn't going to do that today because I've done enough of that. And uh, you know, we can battle it all the time, all we want on there. Uh, the the ones we're arguing with are going to be just as headstrong and ignorant as the one, as we are uh, when it comes to certain things, whether right or wrong or indifferent. Uh, but you know. I don't know if you heard this story yet, Dave, but I think maybe this is the best solution, um, you know, to to handling this this crisis in America with, you know, school shootings. Every classroom has been equipped with a five-gallon bucket full of Riverstone. If an armed intruder attempts to gain ad- entrance to any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks, and they will be stoned. That was Dr. David Helsel testifying to the House Education Committee last week in Harrisburg. The superintendent of the Blue Mountain School District was explaining his unconventional form of protecting the students in their schools in the event of an active shooter situation. Give them rocks. At one time, I just had the idea of Riverstone. They're the right size for hands. You can throw them very hard, and they will will create or cause pain, which can distract. Helsel says teachers, staff, and students were given active shooter training through a program known as ALICE, which stands for Alert, Lockdown, Inform, Counter, Evacuate, and they routinely hold evacuation drills for active shooter simulations. But if a teacher decides to lock down a classroom, there are... Now, honey, did you get all of what ALICE stands for? Oh, is this one of the ones you can't pause? I'm going to be pissed off. Alert, Lockdown... Something, something. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty Counter, quick. escape. There you go. Forto uh, got him. Let, let's, let's see if we can catch it again. They hold evacuation drills for active shooter simulations. But if a teacher decides to lock down a classroom, there are rocks in a five-gallon bucket kept in every classroom's closet that a student could throw if a shooter gets inside. Still, Helsel says the rocks are seen as a last resort. We have devices installed in our doors that help to secure them to make it very difficult to break through. Uh, We also have, we train kids and talk about barricading the doors. This teenager is a senior at Blue Mountain High School. He and other students like the plan. It matters because it'll help us protect against the school and stuff. I mean, anything, anything helps. Rocks are better than books and pens. Did he say protect against the school or did he mean protect the school? (laughs) <laughs> I, I think he meant to say protect. But he did say protect against the school, school, didn't he? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, hold on, we're not, hold on, we're not doing that. Hold on, hold on. Are, you, yeah, are you trying to but... say that a crisis actor slipped up? <laughs> I don't think this was a crisis actor here, my friend. Hold on. It matters because it'll help us protect against the school and stuff. I mean, anything, anything helps. Rocks are better than books and pencils. Parents do as well. At this point, we have to get creative. We have to protect our kids first and foremost. Throwing rocks, it, it's an option. But not everyone thinks this is a practical line of defense. I think that's rather comical. It's absurd. Arm the teachers. All right, so, honey, Dave, I know your response to this. We'll give it a second. I already know, and I kind of got it once you said it. But, honey, what did you think when when you first heard that story? Silly. Silly? That is absolute no. It's so ridiculous. Why is that? You talk in the microphone, babe. Because it's stupid. Throw rocks. Right. Come on. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, four-toed, I'll let you defend that one, because I know where your stance is on this. Lexi, can I change your mind? She's okay, dr- change my mind. That's not stupid. Let's, let's, okay. let's hear it. All right, so what do most people teach the kids to do? Run and hide, right? So this guy is teaching his kids not to become a victim. Okay? Right. That, that's first and foremost, right? So I'm, I'm for that. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do you arm school kids? Nothing. You really can't. You, so he, a bucket full of rocks. What's it going to cost? $450 for the school. And, and it, it teaches the entire, you know, the entire populace to fight back, you know, and I'm for that. I'm absolutely for that. I, I like them teaching that mentality because those are the ones, those rock throwing fucking kindergartners are going to be gun toting uh, adults. What do you think, honey? Did you change your mind? I, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, it's better than them having nothing to arm themselves with. But if there's an active shooter, the rocks aren't going to make a fucking bit of difference. Well, I I would disagree. Right. I, I disagree with that though. I, and and Fortoed convinced me of this. And think of this one, Dave. Uh, Bubba this morning said, "What if they put an airsoft, a fully automatic airsoft, in every classroom? Get pelted in the face with a couple of airsoft rounds. You're not going to be able to shoot somebody. Get hit in the eye with a with a, a river rock." Throw you know maybe five of them even on the side of the head. You're not going to be clear-headed to to, to fire, especially as, as an untrained uh, school shooter. You know that that's not a professional wearing gear that was seen in the school. Um, that's you know shooting up the school. Okay. Well. All right. So also picture the thought of a of a of a school shooter. It's like I'm going to go to my school and shoot somebody today, but there's a good chance I'm going to hit with rock. So I'm going to do it, you know, so, you know, it actually kind of changes the paradigm a little bit, whereas the shooter, remember, we're one of the proponents say, oh, it happened in a gun-free zone. Well, this is not, may not be, it may still be a gun-free zone, but it's not a, a, um, a defense-free zone. It's not a rock-free zone. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, I, 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 and I like what you said, and that's what changed my mind on it when you came up with the, it's a mentality thing, we're not teaching them to be... The cowards and 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 hide in the corner, which I gotta agree, that's a pretty positive thing in my world, in my thoughts. That that's something I I've taught my son since he's five years old. I had to, I had to worry about you know something happening to him because of a uh, you know stranger danger or whatever. And I told my son, I don't give a shit what you do. You kick, you hurt, you scream, you punch, you kick him, and I'm gonna kick him in the balls. You know, you fucking get out of that. Uh, um, I don't care what you gotta do. No, that's and, the biggest you know, that's thing with what Mike. I taught my son, you know, his entire life. That's the biggest thing with Mikey is Mikey's so nice and pleasant with people. And you want, like, it's it's hard to teach 
both of those things, right, honey? I mean, you want to teach them to to be weary and protective, but you also want them want to teach them to be polite and nice, right? Yeah. So well, yeah. Well, the, the two are not mutually exclusive. You know, my son was polite and nice too. You know, but you know, if you fuck with him, you 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 were he was not going down without a fight. Well, you knocked up a stripper. Oh, I'm sorry. That's was I not supposed to say that. <laughs> sorry, Dave. <laughs> Look, he's mad at me now. Just I haven't spoke on. to him. I haven't spoke to. I, I haven't spoke to him or my mother in about six weeks. Oh, why your mother? Oh, because mommy's teaming up with with son. No, they, there's other things that oh, she's okay. dealing with. You, you know, my my younger stepbrother committed suicide, right? Oh, or he, oh. Yeah, I don't know, overdosed. Yeah, oh. no, I, yeah, I, no, he overdosed, but uh, it it was it was clearly a suicide. I sh- probably shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, your mom's not listening. I'm sure. Well, that sucks. I, you don't like to hear things like that. No, nobody's listening. Well, oh, well, no, they're dealing with some shit. So I was like, whatever. Let them deal with it, get through it. That's like, honey, I was talking to Paul, uh, Carol's boyfriend at the pizza shop. Yeah. And, uh, we, we got no conversation about, uh, that Sito guy that was married to my one friend from elementary school who died a few years ago. Oh, yeah. It turns out he was telling me that that was actually a suicide. He, mm. uh, he would, they had been fighting, which I didn't know. And, uh, he wasn't supposed to be on the boat by himself. He was supposed to be with somebody else, and uh, they believe it was done on purpose. They can't prove that, but everything points to that. Huh. Yeah, I was like, wow, that sucks, man. That's really not a good thing. Um, so you never know what's going on, what people do. Uh, uh, shit, that goes all hand-in-hand hand with what we're, what we're seeing going on with the shootings and, and those different things. You know, People are using things they shouldn't be using, um, they're they're being prescribed things that maybe they shouldn't be prescribed. They're being treated in a manner that maybe doesn't make them feel good about themselves. Or maybe it isn't direct bullying, but being shunned is is just as bad as being bullied. Uh, you know, there's a there's a, a whole thing going around right now, uh, Dave. I don't know if you saw about uh, that one girl Gonzalez. I I didn't even pull the article up because I was running behind there. Um, she allegedly, well, not even allegedly, she straight up said that, you know, they ostracized this kid Cruz ever since elementary school and that they knew he was the shooter since elementary school. So, I mean, to me, that kind of points to the fact that maybe they did help create this, this shooter. You know, I've always said that. Of course they did, you know, and because I, I saw you post that earlier, and, I, and that's one of the, I'm trying to stay off of Facebook. Um, but I did see that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, and she's like, you didn't, you don't know him. And I'm like, oh, now I know you. Yeah, I'm, you kind of, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I thought I had it, but I was on the wrong thing there. Uh, just to play it. And it's only 16 seconds of audio in the middle of her ranting speeches. Um, while she was out this weekend, her and, and her little buddy hog. And of course, I'm the bad guy because I'm picking on, on the children. I'm picking on the kids. Although I seem to remember being taught that as a child or as a kid that you should be seen and not heard and to shut up and do what the adults tell you to do. And, you know, I'm sorry, if you're going to put yourself out there, uh, if you're going to make yourself a public display, then people are going to criticize what you're talking about. And you know what? I, I'm not against these kids going out and doing what they're doing. I, I think it's another good sign that they're trying I think it's a sin because they're being used as useful idiots. 
and they're being controlled in, in a manner that they don't even understand they're being controlled because they're young and they're impressionable uh, and they're scared, obviously. So, you know, good for them for getting out there and speaking out. But if you're going to become the face of every high school kid in America, then people are going to come at you. People are going to criticize you. Uh, I've been accused of, of, of calling names. And I... I We might go over some of the posts that were posted up about the name-calling I did, but I never called somebody a name. I I wished that he would be quiet uh, or shut the fuck up, specifically. Uh, I've referenced him as as Hitler-esque, but I never said he was Hitler. Pretty sure you called him a douche nozzle. I did call him a douche nozzle. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, he is kind of... I mean, if I was in high school right now... He is a douche nozzle. He is Whatever, not Sean, somebody I would want to be friends with. It's name calling, and it's not. There's that, no point to it. Just douche, get douche to, nozzle get is not to that the bad. Relevant things that matter. If you're going to go against it, at least. Well, he is a douche nozzle. Yeah. Well. Okay. Resorting to that though kind of takes away from your argument. You know, in well, ways. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. There's a, there's there's a point of view I want you to try to um, grasp. All right. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. the if the laws get changed. Is it going to be Hogg's fault or our representatives' fault? Well, absolutely. I mean, let's, let's let's be honest here. We've seen this so many different times over where it's going to die out soon. Yeah, this has got a little bit more moment, momentum, but I think, again, a lot of that is due to, like, uh, the, the, um, the what was the spring thing? Um, what the hell was that called? I don't remember now. The spring. Arab Spring? Yeah, the Arab Spring. Or or Occupy Wall Street. Occupy. That all got pretty big and then died out. That was younger people. Um, I I mean, I really don't... Yeah, but hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, When Occupy Wall Street was against the government, uh, Arab Spring was against the government. You know, the protests in Vietnam War in the early 70s were against the government. This the government likes. Well, because so, it's supporting the agenda think, of some people in the government, right? I think this thing's got legs. I think I don't think it's going to die out. I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. And I think, uh, well, listen, something I just recently learned, actually, this morning, I was listening to a podcast, and it's a guy who wrote an article about uh, Venezuela and and countries in Latin America fighting for independence, just like the United States did. Um, and they, the guy says it was started in 1958 when Venezuela went to democracy. And then it got worse from there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like one of the arguments I had earlier this week, difference between a, constitu- a republic, republic and a democracy. And a democracy. Right? I saw that one. Right. Right. But, and, you know, this one guy contends that we're both. And I'm like, you really can't be both. Um, no, we're we're no a we're constitutional. The- we've said this. I've said this before on the show. We're a constitutional republic that uses democracy as a form of selecting the people that will be leading for a period of time. Unfortunately, in my personal opinion, we've allowed term limits to, to be null and void. We allow people to be there too long, and we give them too much power as they're there, um, and and the ability to affect a little too much, in, in my personal opinion. There is a great video that I saw probably 10 years ago, and I can't, I can't remember. The, it's definition of, of the American form of government or... It's about a 12, 13-minute video, and it talks about it goes from oligarchy all the way to anarchy, right? Right. And it does a perfect job, and it, and it, and it describes democracy, how it's the you know, mob rule, and it, and it talks about a republic, how it's different, how it's, it's rule of law. You know, if you break a law, then you, you know, you, um, you pay for that. It's the, the, it's, it's the, it's the 
democratization of everything. It's the voting on everything which the founding fathers knew were bad. And I actually cited, you know, some, some things, some quotes from the founding fathers, although, but, uh, John Adams, I could totally back up. Um, and, you know, they, the word democracy does not appear in any of the founding documents. They didn't want a democracy. They wanted a republic. A republic they wanted right. as little government intervention. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they'd wanted as little government intervention as possible. Well, since Except we're talking now, Every fucking thing has to have, you have to have a word in it. And it's just, it's like a, it's like the fucking mafia. Yeah, you gotta have a catchword. You gotta have a word that sparks a response in some way, shape, or form. You know, it's like we're talking about the founding fathers right now. One of the, one of the memes I saw this week, honey, I, we talked about it last night. Uh, one of the memes that got me this week was they were referencing the founding fathers. And I don't remember. It was like John Adams. There was a couple of them. I think it was one, two, three. There was about eight, nine ones that they were referencing. And their ages were 18 to 21. And they're trying to compare an 18 to 21-year-old, forget founding father or not, in 1776 to an 18 to 21-year-old in 2018. And that's not even comparing equally. You know what I mean? And it's not putting down kids now. It's just life was, you know, 270 years ago, life was completely different. You know, and at 18 years old... Um, you know, most girls already had two or three kids and, you know, were taking care and you're of. You were married, right? Yeah, you were married and you were doing different things and you weren't, you know, Tide Pod challenged and, you know, babied and pampered for most of your life. See, I would love to actually, I wish I, I, wish I had the internet going right now because I would love to look up the ages of the founding fathers versus the signing, you know, the ratification of the Constitution in 1789. It, it, you know? it was. They were and like 18 to 21. It's a much no, no, no! It couldn't be because no, we, we, won our indi- we won the we won the independent. Go ahead, He's stuttering. In 1776, oh. right? The Constitution was not ratified until 1789, so and that's that's considerable. Well, I'm looking uh, right now. As it turns out, many founding fathers were younger than 40 years old in 1776, with severe qualify quali- qualifying as founding teenagers or 20-somethings. And the average age of the signers of the Declaration of Independence was 44. More than a dozen of them were 35 or younger. So that gives you an idea there. Just a real quick, you know, Google there. Yeah. So the average age 44. Right. That's what it says here. And again, that was just a yeah. quick Google. I didn't he, read very far. He, he, and you know what? You know what? You could tell these fucking progressives, that, you know, that are that are correlating, you know, David Hogg or Hogg and uh, whatever that chick. Um, to the to seventeen and twenty one year olds of the founding fathers, say so, yeah, you know what? They didn't have to fucking. They didn't have a driver's license. They didn't have to uh, a, a voting license. They didn't have to have. Uh, they could have alcohol, and I guarantee you, they had fucking sidearms on them. All right, here you go. This is uh, this is what you were talking about. A list of ages of important American Revolution characters seem elementary uh, enough and certainly easy to assemble. Yet I was wasn't able to find such a list anywhere I looked. And I don't recall ever stumbling upon such an ap- uh, appendix while researching my book. So I figured I'd just make one. This is a list of ages from youngest to oldest of the key American Revolution figures providing their age as of July 4th, 1776. An asterisk signifies that the individual was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. A double asterisk means that there is evidence that the person's age is not precise or only a birth year is known. If you spot any corrections, let me know. Uh, So Andrew Jackson in 1776 was nine years old. 
Major Thomas Young in 1776 was 12. Uh, Samson, 15. Armstein, 15. Martin, 15. Salem, 16. Shippen, 16. Lafayette, 18. Monroe, 18. Lee, 20. Uh, should I continue? We got an idea here. Um, and that's from youngest. So in 1776, yeah, there were some that were st- extremely young. But as you pointed out, the, 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 um, the, the Declaration of Independence or the uh, Constitution was not signed for another 20 years. Correct? No, no well, it's 17, uh, 1789, so it was uh, 13 years later. All right, 13 years. Sorry, I was off by seven. So at, if you're nine and then add 13 to that, you know, yeah, you might be in that close range, but there's not many of them because the rest of them would have been in their 30s after that point in time. So it was funny. I didn't. I, now you made me look into that even, and and I, didn't, I hadn't looked into it, and I just saw the meme. You know, you get the memes, and you just go with the meme. Irrelevant. That's a just a piss poor comparison. Yeah, I know. You can't compare. It's like comparing apples to oranges. It is a piss poor com- comparison, but you know, it's it's one that was thrown out, which I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" That's just. Ridiculous. I, I also love. I love the one that you know it says. The Second Amendment, when it was written, it was only supposed to mean musks. Right. Then the then the free press should only mean you could actually print one one page every you know two minutes. Yeah. You know, instead of sixty five pages a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it is. We have these arguments and and discussions about what it means. What well, what do they mean? Well, we don't know exactly what they meant, but we do know that they meant for us to protect ourselves from the takeover of tyrannical government. And then everybody, oh, you, you, it's like James and Matt, they'll all come back, well, until I can have an ICBM, I shall not infringe, and the Second Amendment doesn't mean anything. Well, maybe... Well, see, that, see that, that also bothers me. And he goes, yeah, you know, you know how many... Private people own cannons during the Revolutionary War. You know, do many private people own guns? It, you know, it was it was because of the m- militia that we won the war. There was no federal armies. There were no there were no organized armies. There were some from the co- colonies, but the bulk of the fighters were guys Farmers. like me and you, just protecting ourselves and saying, "All right, right, exactly." They left farm to go join the the, the military. Uh, you know, to to join, go fight, and they used their own way. You know, you saw that movie. Uh, Mel Gibson, American yeah, they're, Patriot. They're melting their own jewelry. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah. melting their own jewelry to 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 make b- bullets. Um, and it's just it's like nobody understands that you know at that time, yes, they had the same amount of arm armament as the British did, right? But over time, we've lost that we've lost that balance. You know, now they have air air fighters and navy ships and intercontinental b- ballistic missiles and machine guns, and we can't fight them. And and they're saying, well, you know, they're saying that they didn't get in front. So like, yes, it is because I can't own one of those. <laughs> You know, so my right to 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 have equal armament of the government has been infringed for a hundred years now. Right? Maybe we should be struggling and fighting to de-arm the government, dis de-escalate the level of armature that the government has to bring it down to the level that yeah, that's the not common person happen. has. Well, I mean, they, maybe well, that's a solution. Uh, so one of the things I thought of actually just a couple hours ago, um, I was like, all right, if you want me to give up my Second Amendment right. You want, me to, you want my right to be infringed upon, and you want me to allow this to go through, then I want you to take away, a, what is it, the 16th Amendment, federal government to tax its income? Take that away, and I'll let you have this. So, you know, it's compromise, you know? Take one that we want away, and you can get one that you want away, and let's let's see how much better the world will be. 
Well, and then of course uh, we're going to bargain our rights now. I still haven't. Let me let me play this bullying thing. It's real better fast. than get it taken away. <laughs> well, yeah, you know we got a we got a what do they call that? Uh, uh, barking when you when you uh, when you're at a uh, auction and you're barking. So we're to bark for our our rights, right? So here's what this girl says, and this was uh, from this weekend. Yeah. So. Since he was in middle school, it was no surprise to anyone who knew him to hear that he was the shooter. Since he was in middle school, it was no surprise to anyone who knew him to hear that he was the shooter. Those talking about how we should have not ostracized him, you didn't know this kid! Okay, we did! Right, so in elementary school, she knew he was going to be the shooter, so they ostracized him at that point in time. And then they wonder why he becomes this crazy kid that wants to... And I'm not saying that's the only reason. I mean, there's definitely... The poor kid had a horrible life. His dad is... You know, his adopted dad died right after he was adopted. His adoptive mother died right before he did the shooting. Um, He was obviously troubled. Um, You know, there's definitely obviously troubled if he was being ostracized. It's like the smelly kid at school. How do you think that kid turns out? You know, the, 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 because he's known as a smelly kid. Nobody wants to hang out with him. Right. And here's the thing is she's admitting it that it's no surprise that, that he's somewhat culpable in it. Right. So why are we why are we looking at guns to correct the problem when maybe the action of these these young children is what caused this older boy to finally become a crazy one that, that shot up his school? Yeah, why? Why? Why is uh, why is not uses... that not in the discussion when when they're up there screaming on the stage about bullying? Why Why aren't they saying anything about bullying? Why aren't they talking about the pharmaceuticals? Why are they not talking about the family? Now, all they want to do is take guns, take guns, take guns, but they don't want to discuss things that really could immediately affect the problem. Immediately, um, you know, maybe help stop these things. Uh, you know, and and I guess Major Amelm School, Major, how do you say? It? How do you say it, honey? Major Douglas School is that what it Mar- is? I think that's Marjorie's Marjorie Stone Stone Douglas, Stone Douglas yeah, School. I, I, yeah. I just I just say I just say Parkland. Yeah, it's a little MSD. easier. That way. Yeah, MSD. Isn't that, that's a data handling thing? No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, as these 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 outstanding young children, kids, young adults, some of them are adults. So if I pick on them, I well get over it. Um, as they're out there, they're they're trying to limit, you know, the Second Amendment. They want to make sure that, you know, you can't have a, an AR-15 or an assault weapon, which an AR-15 is not an assault weapon, but that's a whole other story. You know what? I would agree with the bump stocks. I, I, I don't have a problem with saying, all right, you know what? We're not going to legally allow bump stocks to be sold. We'll sell them to Class 3 permit holders. You know, and, and people who don't know a class three permit holder, which I'm sure everybody listening knows this, but a class three permit holder is able, capable and legally allowed to possess and own a fully automatic weapon or a three round burst weapon, which is a true right. And you, assault weapon. Weapon. Do Do you know the the amount of hoops that you got to go through just to become an FFL, a federal firearms li- uh, license? You know the the amount because the amount of money, I, the amount of classes, the amount of training. Because I wanted to sell. Yeah, it's just it, like I don't even want to deal with all the bullshit. It's it's un- unbelievable. But anyway, um, and this makes me laugh. This story, I love this story here because it just goes to show that instead of uh, marching the streets and trying to, uh, you know, make a difference in in the Constitution, 
Maybe we should be paying attention in school a little better. Now it's disgusting. One more about school. Uh, you mentioned your backpack. What do they do with your backpacks? They're, I think after we come back from spring break, they're requiring all of us to have clear backpacks. I think one of the most important, one of the other important things to realize is many students want their privacy. There, there are many, um, for example, females at our school when they have when they go through their menstrual cycle, they, they don't want people to see their tampons and stuff. And I've, it, it, it's just, um, it's unnecessary. It's embarrassing for a lot of the students, and it makes them feel isolated and separated from the rest of American school culture, where they're having essentially their First Amendment rights infringed upon because they can't freely wear whatever backpack they want, regardless of what it is. It has to be a clear backpack. What we should have is just more policies that make sure that these students are feeling safe and secure in their schools. Mm-hmm. So, so well, the First Amendment. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The First Amendment is being infringed because they can't choose what backpacks they want to wear. But the real problem, if you want to get technical, and the real problem in that situation, it's not the First Amendment that's being uh, uh, taken away from them. It's their Fourth Amendment, their right to, to reasonable search and seizure. They're they're, they're being ostracized by having a clear backpack where you can't have anything private. So that would be the Fourth Amendment and maybe the Fifth Amendment, not the First Amendment, my personal opinion. Go ahead, Dave. You know, that just shows to Goya that he he has no concept of what government really is and how it's supposed to operate. Um, but what really bothers me about that whole thing you want to do we just need more gun laws because the, the amount of gun laws that we have now aren't good enough but you can't you can't acquiesce and be like hey you know because the kid did bring in because uh, you know everyone says he has high capacity mags no he had 10 round magazines with him and they all were in his book bag right and if he had a if he had a clear book bag guess what you would have seen it well where was he yeah but he had a rifle in his hands so, i mean let's be honest how much are you really hiding um you know by having a clear I, backpack i, I mean I, I could fit that in my backpack. You know, you know how to take it apart, right? Well, <laughs> no, I don't know how to take an AR-15 apart. Dude. Right, exactly. I mean, let's right. I mean, come on. He he didn't walk. I'm sure. Well, I'm I'm fairly sure because if he brought ten round magazines because they didn't fit in his backpack, he brought he didn't bring in a fucking gun case. He broke that shit down and brought it in somewhere else. Well, allegedly, allegedly, the story goes he had a gun case in the Uber. That's just allegedly. Uh, I don't know. If that's true or not, one of the things I'm trying to find, I thought I had it pulled up. One of the things that made me laugh um, about that whole, excuse me, stance on this backpack thing is some of the complaints from the students. Did you read any of the um, any of the students' complaints about why they didn't want to have the clear backpacks? No, I'm because I'm trying. I'm so trying to stay out of this shit at this point, man. Oh, but it's funny. But go ahead. It's so. Well, I don't no, know. I'm trying not. to find them. Uh, is this a here? Let me see if this is the one here. I'm trying. I'm scanning through my because I know I posted it where they had the Twitter responses uh, from the kids as this was going uh, and what their complaints were about having the backpack. No, that's that same one. Damn it! Uh, one of the complaints I remember off the top of my head was it was a girl that had tweeted out that this was uh, unfair because now if somebody asked her for a pen, she could or a pencil, she couldn't lie about having a pencil because. She had a clear backpack, so she would have to tell the truth about what what was in her backpack, and she couldn't tell somebody, no, I'm sorry, I don't have one. <laughs> Instead of saying, no, I'm not giving you one, it's she wants to lie. Right, exactly. She's, she's a fucking pussy. Or instead of being supportive of your fellow students and saying, oh, well, you know, yeah, I have one for you. Uh, here you go. I, I can't find, damn it. 
I can't find it where all the tweets were in the story. There's a story I shared a couple days ago that talked about all these tweets. Um, and it just, it made me laugh that, that that's the response. That's the response from these kids is, is well, you know, I want my privacy. I, I don't want this done. I don't want that done. And it's... Well, it, it's the hypocrisy. And I've been saying that probably for the last year is, is and since took office you know just all the hypocrites you know oh i'm gonna leave if, if trump uh, is president and not one of them is fucking left right and you know they also well, everybody keep in mind say, dave's like, in um, guatemala so it's he okay chops for, in the and out. for the nra to be shot upon you know Good. I was just you went that you you're chopping no. in and out here and there so i was just letting people know reminding them that you're in a third world country with you know shoddy internet yeah, it's not your internet, it's mine. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, so I found it. I Finally, it was a, the Daily Wire story where we got some of these tweets in response to uh, Patrick Mezzi, who I guess is the uh, somebody important somewhere, who's superintendent, runs it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, some of the responses. Spending money on giving us clear backpacks is a joke. Great, because clear backpacks are going to fix everything. I appreciate the attempt, but I'd rather have common sense laws, uh, sense gun laws, than a clear backpack. Clear backpacks don't do anything except make us look stupid. We want to be safe, not uncomfortable. The only thing that can really have an impact on our safety is gun control. Uh, Then we get into some of these really great ones here. Also, clear backpacks are a mistake because now if someone asks for a pencil... I have to give it to them. They'll see right through my bag and my lies. Gross. This is absolutely ridiculous at this point. Like, schools are slowly but surely becoming prisons. I am aware most schools in the primary high crime rates areas look like prisons, but school is supposed to be a place to learn and feel comfortable. <laughs> I just, it's so. Says who? I know, right? I thought a school was a place to be trained. I don't remember ever feeling comfortable at school. I don't know. I napped a lot in school, so. I don't remember walking in and being like, this is cozy. What a nice, comfy day. I'm happy. (laughs) I'm at school. But it's just funny that people trying to take other people's rights away, even though they claim that this is not a, a gun grab, but people trying to take rights away are are mad when one of their rights is taken away which they don't even know which right it was taken away because again personally in my opinion that was uh the fourth amendment sorry i was i'm doing like six whatever it is it's whatever it is it's an infringement on a civil right okay you should have the right to do what you want to do right especially on public property right uh what bothers me about the whole thing is that why are they why does this little town, a couple hours south of you, want to dictate whatever happens all over the United States? You know, it's it's a huge problem that I have with Matt Mazer because he wants this top-down law thing, right? He he'll readily admit that trickle-down in economics don't work. So why does trickle-down politics work? You know, what's good for you in New York might not be good for me in Florida, right? So you fucking worry about your backyard. Okay, you worry about your state, and I'll worry about mine, okay? And that's the way I agree that this should be operating. Again, let's eliminate the federal government for now. We can rebuild it uh, in the proper means. That's the Sixth Amendment. Hold on, that's the Sixteenth Amendment, because the the federal government got out of control starting in 1913, right? Because that's when they were able to tax 
the uh, citizens directly. Before that, they had to get their money from the individual states, right? So the states were in control. Once they were able to fund themselves, they took over. So you you eliminate the 16th Amendment, you, you eliminate the federal theory. You, you could you could you could market with one shot. Yeah, well, absolutely. I would agree with that. All right, let's take a quick break. i got to go to the bathroom. Uh, i got some other stuff pulled up here I want to get into. Uh, I think there's more to converse about. Uh, I do want to touch on uh, on on the signing of the $1.3 billion or trillion or whatever the hell it was. I do want to touch on uh, arresting drug dealers, Trump's new idea uh, to try to fix what's going wrong in our country to just arrest drug dealers. And I hope we do arrest the proper drug dealers, you know, the ones that are killing lots of people <laughs> ones that are causing the damage causing the problems uh but that's all stuff we'll get into in the next part of the show here you guys are listening to first 52 we'll be back in a couple minutes i'm sean raz and i screw words up stay tuned the first 52 we'll be right back Started out cool, just wasting time. Partying on the weekends behind neon signs, throwing darts, playing pong, and hustling pool games. Dancing as the jukebox DJ of the band played our favorite songs. Then I'd wake up in the morning on my neighbor's lawn and notice you'd be gone. I searched for you in the bottom of a bottle Cause of you I lost my job down to my last few dollars So you're hard to swallow, pun intended I guess I love the taste from you since the beginning Many times I tried to end it but I just couldn't give up Upon the title to my pickup hoping you picked me up But you let me down like you always did I finally asked for help from my family and friends You caused a lot of pain, grief and mayhem I'm 11 steps away in a 12-step program Every time I pass the neon signs, it takes me back and you cross my mind thinking I don't know how long I'll make it out here on my own Cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms And I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you made me feel now that you're gone Well I'm Melanie got married to a man that hits her. Stephanie turned stripper. Angie became an addict. Turns tricks in the alley to support her habits. Ain't got nothing on Sally. Sally's got five kids. Five baby daddies. She's tatted to her eyelids. Can't tell her what high is, what a meth lab fire is. She blew her whole house up and lost all five kids. Three to the state and two to the morgue. Patricia became a preacher, gave a light to the Lord. But she still don't approve of my bad ways. Never forgive me for the music or the things I say. Guess it's apparent she ain't following Jesus. Jesus never judged a priest, the falses they teach us. How they expect to reach us with the life they live in. You only find them in the beaches when their team is winning. Meanwhile, we stay believers when evil defeats us. Left to find a way home on our own. Singing, I don't know how long I'll make it. Out here on my own Cause I've been gone for way too long From the comfort of your arms And I moved on to you walked out And I get up when I fall down on my own I'll make it on my own Sometimes it gets tough And I just want to give up But I just do the best I can 
from the comfort of your arms And I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you make me feel now that you're gone Yeah, I'll make it on my own Cause I moved on since you walked out It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. So I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... Hey, if this is going to be another cum, cum trail... I've got lesbians and he's got cum trail. <laughs> okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio what show. What I think is gonna, they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52.
to my hotel a little while ago on my way here. And uh, I got in the elevator, right? I'm getting in the elevator, and these two high school white boys tried to get on with me. And I just dove off. I said, like, y'all ain't killing me. I am scared of young white boys. If you white and under 21, I am running for the hills. What the hell is wrong with these white kids shooting up the school? They don't even wait till 3 o'clock either. Killing people in the morning, that ain't right. It's that trench coat mafia. We, no one would play with us. We had no friends in the trench coat mafia. Hey, I saw the yearbook picture. It was six of them. I ain't have six friends in high school. I don't got six friends now. Shit, that's three on three with a half court. What the hell is wrong with these kids? I got people telling me, come on, Chris, come up to a school, talk to the kids. I'm like, fuck the kids. Do you got a vest? Maybe I'll think about it. And everybody wanted to know what the kids was listening to. And what, what kind of music was they listening to? Or what kind of movies was they watching? Who gives a fuck what they was watching? Whatever happened to crazy? What happened to crazy? Well, you can't be crazy no more? Do we eliminate crazy from the dictionary? Fuck the record, fuck the movie, crazy. When I was a kid, I used to separate the crazy kids from everybody. When I was a kid, the crazy kids went to school on a little ass bus. They had a class at the end of the school and they used to get out of school at 2.30. Just in case they went crazy, they would only hurt other crazy kids. And we was all safe. We was all safe. Then the world coming to an end. <laughs> world coming to an end. You're going to have little white kids saying, I want to go to a black school where it's safe. That's right, man. And everybody talking about gun control. Got to get rid of the guns. Fuck that, I like guns. You got a gun, you don't have to work out. <laughs> I ain't working out. I ain't jogging. You got texts, I got texts. Oh, that shit. You don't need no gun control. You know what you need? We need some bullet control. We need to make, we need to control the bullets. That's right. I think all bullets should cost five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars for a bullet. You know why? Because if a bullet costs five thousand dollars, there'll be no more innocent bystanders. Yeah. Yeah. Every time somebody gets shot, you be like, damn, he must have did something. I sit alone in my four corner room staring at the candle. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this. Hey guys, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. Headlight, I can't sleep. 
I toss and turn, candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing, I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. So, you know, I had to try to find something relevant to what we're discussing. And I don't know, I thought that kind of stood out well. Honey, what'd you think? Um, I think this might be, uh, I was trying to look it up before you got to me, but I think this might be the same special that he did where he talked about uh, killing white kids or something. Well, I don't know, it's an old one, obviously. Dying or something crap like that. Yeah, well, hey, you know, that's, that's what comedians do. They talk about stuff. Forto, what do you think? Forto, did we lose you? Forto? Sorry, muted. What did you think of that little comedy thing there? Well, it was funny at the time, but if you heard Chris Rock's new thing on, on Netflix or watched his new thing on it, he's all beaten up on white people. Like if you had just substituted, if it was a white co- white comedian and you substituted the word black, it, it, it would be riots. Well, you know, that's always been that way, unfortunately. And I mean, Yeah, what are one you of do? his lines in it was, you'd think every once in a while the cops would shoot a white kid just to make it look good. Well, hey, you know, they, they have done that recently, so I guess they make it look good now, and they make it acceptable. We see white kids getting shot down regularly now, no, well, just like the, the black the, kids and the Hispanic kids and the Chinese kids. And, well, no, well, Chinese kids right. don't get shot. That's, that's kind of well. true. <laughs> Go ahead, Fortet. Well, the thing is, you know, like that's why I was okay with that. But he was saying he was training his kids to be pa- to watch out for whitey. Everything that's white in his house, he says, is heavy or or hurts you. Like he's really trying to. He's not saying a specific set of. It's just all white people. And you know, again, if you had turned that around and everything that he said, if it was a white comedian that said it about a black, you know, about blacks, mm-hmm. the streets would be on fire. Well, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying, and I get your impression, and, and I mean, maybe this is my white guilt speaking, as some people might say, but I mean, how many generations of white Americans were trained that you know you got to hate the black guy or the black guy's inferior to you, or when you see the black guy walking down the street, cross the other side of the road. You know, Did your parents tell right. you that? Right, and that's exactly well, what not. he's... That's My ex- best friends were that's exactly what he's adv- But that's, what's, that's exactly what he's advocating, is, is exactly what, uh, you know, white people were told in the 50s, now what Chris Rock is telling his kids in 2018. And it's just... It's fucked up, man. We're never going to get along. Our society, is, st- our society is so fucked up right now in general, we're never going to get along. We got... Nothing but divide and conquer going on. The Hegelian dialectic, problem action, problem reaction, solution, is in full spin right now. Uh, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, the, the sides are drawn. Even the people that don't want to be forced into making a choice on a side, uh, like uh, us, for instance, uh, we are being drawn into having to make a choice and choose a side because I'm not for the the, the destruction of our constitution at all. Uh, the, we, the, the original amendments uh, are very important. Yes, there's been some great ones added. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but a lot of the stuff added really was covered even in the civil rights part of the Constitution. The first 52 words of that Constitution really lay out what we all need to look at, and that's that we're all human beings. It doesn't matter skin color. It doesn't matter uh, a, a country of origin. It doesn't matter... Uh, 
how you feel about man or woman, whether you're you know gay, lesbian, straight, uh, unicorn, uh, you feel like a cat today. It doesn't really matter. In the long run, we're all we're all just human beings, and we need to. And this is a message we've always shared. That's why I get so upset when people, uh, you know, I don't know, I shouldn't say I get upset, but you know, when people attack me saying I'm I'm a racist or um, you know I'm attacking these kids, I've always stood up for every human being, and I think, I, I, like I said earlier, I think these kids have the right to go out there and speak. But when people come at them and and, and criticize or question what they're saying, I mean, you got a girl who is bisexual, lesbian, whatever she is, the, the Gonzalez girl, um, who is from Cuba, apparently, or her heritage is from Cuba. Uh, she's wearing a Cuban flag, which, for the people that made the comments, yeah, I knew what the Cuban flag was before I saw it on her. Uh, I do live in Florida. We see a lot of Cuban flags here in Florida, just saying. Um, and and her family had to leave Cuba, or her, her her heritage left Cuba because they were being prosecuted because the government took away guns and started killing people. And yet you're, here you are standing up and demanding the exact same thing that caused your country of origin to fall apart. That's that's hypocrisy at its finest. Exactly. that, And that's the, my biggest contention. And, and again, since Donald Trump's been elected, they're all fucking hypocrites. Every single one of them. Hypocrites, hypocrites, hypocrites. Lexi sent me something she wanted me to play, uh, which goes right along with a lot of what we are talking about. And I haven't seen this, so I'm just going to let it play. How long is this, honey? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, five minutes. Oh, well, we can't watch the whole thing. We just came from a long break. But okay. let me see what uh, what where we're going with this, okay? Because it's titled Generation Tide Pod May Be the First to Protest Against Their Own Rights. Here's my very favorite sign from Saturday's March for Our Lives. This girl wants to know if freedom really is more important than safety. Simple answer, uh, yeah. Although I will say I don't like that they're using reality checks. That's Ben Swan's thing. Just just wanted to say that. Okay. All right, just letting you know. Hey, guys, you're watching MRC-TV. I'm Brittany Hughes, and yes, freedom is more important than safety. Because without freedom, there is no safety. But since Parkland Kids and company have clearly skipped a few too many history classes to go hang out with CNN, here's a quick refresher. Before World War II, gun rights laws in Germany were already some of the most restrictive in the world. In 1938, Hitler enacted the German Weapons Law. It was a law that prohibited Jews from owning firearms, and it made it easier for Nazis to get guns. By 1945, more than 6 million Jews were dead. During his first year in power, Joseph Stalin implemented strict gun control measures, including mass registration and then confiscation. He then proceeded to murder somewhere between 6 and 20 million of his own people. In 1911, Turkey stripped its Armenian citizens of their firearms, rounded them up, and forced them into concentration camps, where they were worked and starved to death. One of the first things that Cuban dictator Fidel Castro did after rising to power in 1959 was to order the disarming of the Cuban people. He then imprisoned, tortured, and murdered thousands. Even Snopes, one of the most left-leaning fact-checking sites known to man, even had to admit that gun confiscation laws are a crucial precursor to nearly every 20th century genocide in history. All right, so, I mean, do we need to go any further on? 
No, you don't have to. I mean, I, well, I'm just saying that that wrapped up almost everything we just discussed right there, yeah. and it shows that what we see moving forward here is just another form of totalitarianism growing here in America. Right. Well, you, you, both of you, the two of you. Well, what do you want me to say, man? I know. At the beginning of the beginning of the show, you played a clip from me saying that it's not going to get better, and that's exactly my feeling now. And it's and it's even more enforced since I've been away for it for almost a year, and I'm and I'm learning history, and I'm like, it's all right. So it's it's not shit the bed within the next five years, but within the next twenty years, bad things are going to really, really happen. And 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 again, twenty, you're you're. Country's fuck, man. Well, well, that's our country, Dave. It, You're still American. I mean, yeah, it's still your country, Dave. Um, but once again, here we are. We've got everybody fired up. Two sides to it, but nobody wants to work work together. Nobody wants to accomplish anything positive that that we can all want and enjoy. It's just fucking always the arguments and no solutions and just more problems. So how do we? What, what's your solution, honey? Do you, do you have a I solution? I, I, I don't idea? have a solution, but a start would be to quit fighting with each other. I mean, people are fighting with their own friends again. Like social media is swamped again with people calling each other names, with people getting all pissed off and fired up, but they're spending all their time arguing with each other. Oh, I could bring up some 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 screenshots I have of some of the things that have been said to me this past week. Because you're arguing with your friends. No, I I'm just making comments. I'm just okay. sharing my opinion. Which you know, I just mean, saying. I'm using my First Amendment right to protect my Second Amendment, not to try to do take you know, it away. Do you know that I just this morning I deleted Facebook off my cell phone and Twitter off my cell phone because I only want that bullshit here at my computer. And sooner or later, hopefully, I could walk away from that too. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice if, as long as we're doing the show. That's my hardest thing. I would like to step away from some of this, and like this week, I am doing the. I'm not playing stupid this week, so I'm not going to get into these debates and arguments online. Uh, you know, that's why I do a radio show. That's where I, I, I put out my my frustration and my views. I will continue to post what I post, but I'm not going to engage. I, I just that's it's healthier for me to not engage. And then uh, you know, I'm looking at screenshots here probably 15 20 screenshots i could pick one and it's just belligering me belligering is that right no no it's not right but anyway we get we get we get the uh the sentiment yeah it's just not fun it's not fun anymore yeah you took the fun out of arguing facebook right facebook used to be a fun thing to go whizzing past and just uh, everything is first amendment second amendment first amendment second amendment yeah it's like uh I'm it's sick been of it. flooded for a few weeks with it now of the same, like, two faces and the same angry comments and just, ugh. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm way overseeing this, the same. Again, when we have, what is it, four or five kids that are, like, the, the, the face of this whole debate, the ones that are allegedly controlling it or leading it all or whatever it be, uh, that that brings up questions of my own, especially when one of them's father is a former FBI agent. We hear that um, the shooter from Pulse. I don't know, Dave. Did you see this story? I didn't even bring this one up. The the, the shooter from from Pulse, honey. The father. It's now been shown that he was an FBI informant 
prior to oh the poll shooting. I mean, this for guy, ten years, yeah, for like for an extremely long amount of time, this guy was an FBI informant working with the FBI. And it just, if you remember when this happened, part of the reason Shannon Burke and I don't work together anymore is because he had a meltdown when Pulse happened because, you know, he had friends that were there or something. He has a lot of gay friends in the Orlando community. And that was his big thing, and that's why we don't talk anymore, why we don't work together anymore. But yet, here, a year and a half, two years later, we're learning exactly what we discussed after it happened was that this guy was connected to the FBI in some way, shape, or form. Now we have this hog kid, this douche nozzle, whose father is an FBI, a former FBI agent, whose father works for a security firm who specializes in, and guess what? Metal detectors and school security and protecting businesses. (laughs) Imagine that. I mean, none of that Uh, makes, yeah, there's no connection. Yeah, of course that's true, That's a joke. No, that's not a joke. His father was a former FBI agent who now works for a security firm. That's not a joke. That that's actual fact. That was something I shared back when this all happened in the in the beginning. It, it's just uh, Dave. You don't have Google because you know you don't have good internet right now. But I'll just I'm going to Google it real fast while we're discussing it, and I'll just show you. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I want to talk about this first. Total marijuana demand tops ice cream in the U.S. The marijuana industry is growing so fast that if the government legalized it nationally, it would outsell ice cream. A new report from Marijuana Business Daily estimates that the total demand for marijuana, including the black market, is 45 to $50 billion. Annual ice cream sales are only $5.1 million. Total recreational cannabis sales in the U.S. at this time... At this estimate, would also top movie ticket sales, eleven point one billion, and snacks like Doritos, Cheetos, and Funyuns, four point nine billion. The report <laughs> says if the federal government legalized marijuana nationwide, sales might start out at around that level, but would likely raise as cannabis gained mainstream acceptance and the market evolved. At that rate. It wouldn't take long to eclipse cigarette sales and even potentially beer sales. As it is, as it is, legal recreational and medical cannabis sales in 2016 were 4.0 to 4.5 billion. That's recreational. And how many states? Eight, seven, now if that that have legal recreational. This beats paid music streaming services at 2.5 billion and Girl Scout cookies at 77 or 776 million. On the recreational side of the pet business, the original. The originally legislated states are still posting massive growth. Um, the demand for ma- uh, marijuana is so enormous in this country, he added, Walsh thought demand might wane and that novelty would wear off, but it hasn't. Just the opposite. It keeps growing. Another metric that shows how big the industry has become is the employment figures. The report says that the cannabis sector now employs between 165,000 and 230,000 full and part-time workers. To put this in perspective, there are now more marijuana workers than there are bankers or massage therapists in the United States, says the report. It even outnumbers dental hygienists. Then there is the ripple effect of all these jobs. The re- report points out that these employees spend their earnings on housing, food, travel, and entertainment, which helps other local businesses. 
the launch of all of these cannabis businesses has sparked a real estate boom in spaces that were, for the most part, previously vacant. Tourism is bringing new travel dollars into these states as well. The report estimates that for every dollar consumer consumers spend at dispensaries, another $3 in economic benefits are created in cities, states, and nationwide. State and local municipalities are plugging holes in their budgets with the marijuana tax receipts and making infrastructure repairs and boosting schools. The one caveat to all this is that the election of Donald Trump has cast a shadow over the industry. While many companies are forgoing or forging ahead, it is business as usual. Wall said it is definitely the number one worry for companies. Increased enforcement from the Department of Justice would have a significant impact on future sales. Make America great again, or are we just going to hold it back? I mean, let's be honest. That's what they're doing. They're they're holding it back. I mean, I I flipped my um my stance on Donald. You know, I was like, hey man, let's let's watch what he's doing instead of what he's saying. And everything he seemed to be doing was, you know, a possible liberty motive behind it. But after this last week, week and a half, I'm like, nope. Nope, he's 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 gotten just as corrupt as everyone else, man. I don't know who was that guy who was just a national security advisor? Bolton. Yeah. Yeah, that war hawk. We're going to war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants yeah, to kill know, as many people as he feasibly can. Right. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody. I saw this. I remember what post I saw it on. But remember in the mafia, not the mafia, and Godfather, when Tom, the, the 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 family lawyer, they pushed him aside and said, "We need a. I need a wartime concierge." That's what I expected. Don, that's what Donald Trump said when he when he when he brought Bolt on. I need a wartime concierge, concierge, whatever the fuck they call it. Right. Well, most of that was probably in relation to the video we saw in the back room of JFK's head blowing off. But uh, you know, I really did have hope for him at one point in time, and I agree with you. This past week, week and a half, um, really, even though I'm not a Trump supporter, I was I was supporting some of the things I saw him doing. But when he signed that bill the $1.3 trillion spending bill and sat there and went, I don't really like this, but I'm going to sign it anyway. Uh, you know, and, and people go, well, you know, it's, it's, it's supporting our troops. He signed it to support the troops. I don't understand where we're schooling for, you know, is, in Sabuda over in, uh, in uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Afghanistan or, or uh, uh, weapons for... Uh, you get my point. There's just I can't even think of it all because it's just did, ridiculous. Did Did you see what uh, Rand Paul was doing? He was actually he got the bill and he sat down. He started reading through it all night long and he was tweeting out all the bullshit in it. And right. he only got to like 388, right? And you know he he did a wonderful job showing where all your money's going. And of course I had to read that and then and then quoted because that's what taxes are for, right? Um. Because I got told that the week prior by Matt Mazer, you know, I was like, why should you have to pay for my school kids, you know, after school program? And he's like, well, that's what taxes are for. Or that's that's the way taxes work. That's that's exactly what he well, used. That's what government's so, for is to take your money and use it for other things. That's what socialist likes. That's what Matt likes. He's a socialist. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, let's yeah. be honest, that whole crew up there, they're socialists. They want to you take really money and use it for other people. You gotta if if you got a chance. And I don't know if you listen to other podcasts, but if you get a chance, and the people that are listening to me, Tom Woods, O M W O O D S dot com, Woods dot com. Go to podcast 
and and it's like two or three podcasts ago. It's about Venezuela. It's a great, great um, point of view of what's going on in the United States. They talk about the Kennedy assassination, right? Um, no, was that maybe that was another one? Yeah. I've listened to so many things this week. I, I just want to say JJ had had uh, commented in the Twitch chat room. There, he said uh, marijuana protection. Uh, protections included in the omnibus uh, omnibus budget for now, which is this bill that he just signed. So allegedly, JJ and Jay's he's pretty good up on paying attention to that stuff. He's saying that there's some protection for uh, marijuana within this, this this legislation. So maybe there's one or two good things in there. Possibly, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. There I, probably I, were some good things in there. Well, there's always something good, you know, next to the the, the fucking $30 million for Senate who can't pull their heads out of their asses and do the right thing on anything they do. So, I mean, I don't know. It was was a downside of this week. And and the best thing he could have done, in my personal opinion, the best thing Trump could have done was veto it and let Senate, let the Senate push it through. Let them be the ones that make it happen. Well... Well, see, he actually took a stab at at the at Congress, right? It's history, second largest bill. Obama signed one that bigger than that, and I bet he was pissed off too. Well, you know, somebody—I don't know if it was you or somebody else—had had made a comment about uh, how Trump is using a playbook out of Obama's by by doing this omnibus bill, uh, which I guess takes some of it it's off only good of him. To, like, it's it's only good to like September. They're, they motherfuckers, they're just kicking the can down the road a little bit more, and then they're gonna because we dealt with this in in January. Now we're dealing with it in April. We're gonna deal with it again in September or whatever the hell this omnibus bill goes. You know, omnibus bill goes bad. It's 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 a fucking farce, man. It really is. It's a fucking farce. Well, it's and a, I'm really worried. It's to keep the government that, operating that in, when we really don't want them operating. Right, and it's, it's 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 they do the same shit, you know. And it, look, you're passing a you know a, a two thousand page bill that's that's on you know the voter the, the 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 legislators' desks, you know, twelve hours beforehand is obviously some sort of collusion to try to get this bill passed without anybody reading it, and it, nobody fucking freaks out about it. Yeah, they had two thousand and something pages, and they were given. I, I believe uh, uh, Rand had put out it was like a thousand and ten minutes to read two thousand something pages. I mean that's that's yeah. more than a page a minute you'd have to read, and that that's you know very complicated, confusing stuff. It would definitely take me. And you guys listen to me regularly. You hear me re- read stories all the time. That ain't happening in any effective right. manner. I mean that's going to take me days to read. There was there was I forget which one. Ben, no, it was not Penn Carsley. It was the other black um, candidate uh, for Republican uh, West. presidency two years West. ago. No, no, no. It's just he, he seemed a bit dingbattier, and he was like, we're going to have bills, and he wanted to be, make a, a law that said bills can only be three pages long, and everybody laughed at him, and I'm like, no, I think that's great. There's another black guy running for president? You, yeah, there was two of them. I didn't know that. One of them was uh, was an old Federal Reserve uh, 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 head, oh, yeah, yeah, and the other um, one was the doctor. The sleepy doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember now the federal, but he wasn't around very long. The federal head, Fred, federal reserve head no. guy. He was only around for a few, like a moment. It was like really just in and out. Well, for some reason, the name Ben Carsley comes up, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not right. No, Ben Carsley is the <laughs> pizza guy. Isn't he the, isn't he the pizza guy, no. Ben Carsley? Maybe. 
Or Carson. I don't know. Chat, 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 chat. Somebody's Carson. Ben Carson. Carson. Right. See, that's why I think Ben Carsley is our friend. Yeah, I was going to say, that's why you confused me. But that's the pizza guy right. still. That's the same. That was only one black guy. You're just, you're making him too. No, no, there's, there's Ben, right. There's the doctor. And it is, I, I wish I could look it up right now. Oh, you're but really, there was, there was another one. There was, up, the, there was the sleepy doctor. And. All right, let me see here. Hold on. I'm looking for it. It was my... 17. Just, just Google 17. Just Google 17 candidates for a uh, Republican uh, candidate. Let's see. And here. scroll through it. And you'll, you'll find out. Alexa it doesn't up, matter so who it was, sure. man. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter who it was. He was calling for three bill, three page bills. Hold on. All right. Uh, ben Carlson. Come on, I got it here. Seventeen Donald. Oh, Trump. here's here's something. We're looking for here's the other black that guy I read that, that ran, most honey. people don't know about. So we're looking for the other guy that that ran for president. The other black guy that ran for president during Donald Trump's time when he won finally. Do you remember who it was? She's just rejoining us here. She had to wander off for a moment. See, now there's no pictures, so how am I supposed to figure this out without pictures? Are you talking about Herman... What Herman Cain! Herman Cain? Herman Cain. And yes. Ben Carlson, there we go. Herman Cain was the prior Federal Reserve guy, right? That's the guy so who, who said find him three... Here. Just do Herman Cain three-page bill. Carlson, he's not in. You know, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, we're going all around who Ruben Henry's barn about this one guy. Um, but the the concept is is that you know. Oh, so one of the things I want to talk about that got got thrown under the that got, got went through this omnibus is Google. I think it's the Cloud Act, and what that does is that allows foreign governments and foreign law enforcement to get information on United States citizens. From the United States government without warrant or probable cause. Oh, you mean like Facebook? Well, no, you, you we give that information up freely. It's 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 what the FBI has on us and 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 local law enforcement. Now they could be shared with you know England or you know Ireland or Muslim. Well, like you didn't think they Jerusalem's were a city. Yeah, I was going to say you didn't think they were already doing that, Forto. Though I mean. Yeah, but the thing is, now they legalized it. Now it's out in the open. So it's okay for them to do it now. Yeah, now, now, now. right? Now they're telling you they're doing it. Well, it's just like <sighs> more and more. I'm so, I'm so. Despite the fact that I can't wait to get out of the lake, I, I can't wait. I, I got to go back to Florida, do a year there. I'm going to tie up loose ends. I'm coming, and I'm leaving probably for good. Forget the whole boat thing for good. Like done, out of here, Poss- never coming back. Possibly, it all depends on what happens when I go back. But I just, like, I really don't want to go back. You know, I, I really don't. I want to, I want to start a life down here. I'm having a really good time. Um, I'm in the best shape of my last decade. You know, uh, I, 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 I live like a king again. And just the thought of going back, and you know, and I have to. Work. I live like a king again. Yeah, no, it's just I, I like living like this. You know, and I don't mind like the I'm fact crazy. that there's. Dog shit everywhere, and you know, tra- oh shit, the fucking. Anyway, anyway, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to coming back. I'm looking forward to getting away from the bullshit. And, and again, I think over the next year, I'm going to wind up quitting Facebook altogether. And uh, when I leave, um, I don't know. Just have to subscribe to my Instagram account. Oh, that's the only way we get to hear from you is Instagram. 
You won't call yeah, me or anything. Po- only put positive things on Instagram. You know, it's just oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. You know, let's look at this. You know, only happy just, thoughts on Instagram all, from the four-toed one. He just does happy thoughts and happy things. And you know what? I got yeah. a happy thing I got to do. I got to go to the bathroom again. So you're going to have to give me a moment. We're going to take a quick, quick break. Then we'll wrap up the show, cover a few more stories I got up here to talk about. Uh, you guys, first 52, we're still here. We'll be back. I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned. The first 52 will be right back. I've got boxes on boxes, wattage for days when the moon won't do. I'll shine in its place. So you can find your way Another light bulb at your face I caught lightning in a mason jar Shining with the power of a thousand stars Lightning in a mason jar See it from wherever you are If your thoughts High up in the mountaintops It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. 
They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trails. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. from federaljack.com you're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum that's right the inmates are here my friends we are running the asylum you're listening to the first 52 razradiolive.com twitch tv forward slash sean raz one you can find us on radio confluence salty talk radio radio chaos many other outlets just look for us. You'll find us. We're there. We're talking crazy shit. We're having fun. I don't know. It's just the way it goes. Maybe you agree. Maybe you don't agree. Maybe you don't even care, but you're just here listening anyway. Right, honey? Right. We get on stage around nine. Get on the bus about 11. Sitting in a drink and feeling fine. Sorry, I love this song. It's like one of my favorite Guns N' Roses songs. Right, honey? No, you don't know. You're looking too now. You're so quiet tonight. You all right? Yeah. Why are you so Why are you so quiet tonight? I'm afraid if I say anything too too much on what we've been talking about, that you'll just go on a rant. Well, that's the whole point of doing a radio show is to make people get into a rant. Yeah. I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it, but a little got more and more. I just keep trying to get. You're just trying to what? Keep the peace. That's not the point to keep the peace. The point is to do a radio show for Toe Teller. No, I've heard you drone on for two weeks now about this stuff. (laughs) I know how worked up you get. (laughs) Me? Get worked up? You won't leave me alone. No, I don't get worked up. Do I get worked up for Toe? All right. So let's... uh, Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, So do I. (laughs) Go ahead. Let's talk about the uh, the trade uh, um, tariffs thing now. <clears throat> everyone, well, every every economist knows. Oh, like I'm getting crazy feedback. Go ahead. Um, so anyway, I'll keep a, keep going. Um, keep your word. Any any economist knows that tri- tariffs only uh, protect a certain population, right? Right. The other people have to pay more, right? And I'm thinking to myself, right, because everyone was going nuts because he's he's trying to get into this trade war with China, right? And I'm thinking to myself, no, I think he's I think he's pulling the North Korea thing because remember he was all talking shit about North Korea. Oh yeah, you know, Mister Rocket Man, right, right. I mean, you know, like, oh yeah, we're not we're we're ready for you, right? We're not afraid. And all of a sudden, there's going to be a meeting, right? Now everybody wants to, you know, now Kim Jong Un wants to, yeah, hey, let's have a meeting, let's talk it out, right? And just the other day, I saw. That the president of China, whatever the hell he is, who just made it so that he's president for life or for forever, or for long he wants, right? Which 
I can't see how that's not tyrannical. But anyway, even he's kind of like acquiesces, like, all right, man, uh, maybe we should talk this out, right? Because he realizes that, you know, China gets most of his money from us. And, you know, they got to lower the trade. Like, we got to sell some more shit. And I, I, I think it was, I think it was a strong arm tactic that worked. Yeah, you know, I, th- those were some of the things I was, I'm not against that. I mean, other countries put tariffs and, 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 and require more money from us. We're allowing them to come in here. It's part of what's harmed, uh, the, the working class in this country, in my personal opinion. Whether I'm right or wrong, it's my opinion that, uh, the ability of other countries to get around taxes and, and different things like that have caused a lot of these problems, we say. Uh, you know, and, and that's, like it or not, that's what I believe. Yeah, you know, when, when there was not a lot of tariffs and uh, the, the globe did much better. You know, everyone was happy. I sold to you, I bought from you, you know, and everyone made money. Um, it's when it's, it's this protectionism that really starts to fail. And the protectionism always comes from government. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, and I'm looking at protectionism right here. Uh, thank you, John. JJ sent me over, uh, the shut that dog up. Is that your dog? <laughs> you got a dog? What the hell? It's three dogs that live here. Oh, okay. And see, yeah, that's right. Guatemala dogs everywhere. Uh, Congress, yeah. Congress protects medical marijuana from Jeff Sessions and new federal spending bill. Uh, JJ just sent this over to me. He put it on the Raz, uh, Raz Radio Live fan page on Facebook. Medical, mar- medical marijuana patients and businesses that follow state laws will continue to be protected from U.S. Attorney Jeff Sessions and the federal drug agents that work for him under provision contained in new must-pass legisl- legislation revealed on Wednesday. The policy, which has been federal law since 2014, bars the U.S. Department of Justice from spending money to interfere with implementa- implementation of state medical marijuana laws. Its continuation continuance was in question, however, after Sessions specifically asked Congress not to extend it, and House leaders blocked a vote on the matter. But the rider, which cleared a key Senate panel last year, is now attached to a bicamerella deal. What's that, bicamerella? Is that right, honey? Bicameral? Yeah, bicameral deal to fund the federal government's operations through the rest of the fiscal year 2018, which ends on September 30th. The latest version reads as follows. Now, I'm going to read this, Section 538. None of the funds made available under this act to the Department of Justice may be used with respect to any state of Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming with respect to the District of Columbia, Guam, or Puerto Rico to prevent any of them from implementing their own laws that authorize the use, distribution, possession, or cultivation of medical marijuana. Did I read that well? I thought I did pretty good on that one. Is nobody yeah, you Are you not entertained? Sorry. <laughs> good job. <laughs> the new bill, which the House is expected to vote on as soon as Thursday, will continue existing provisions shielding states' industri- industri- industrial hemp research programs from federal interference. In relation... Uh, in related move, a bipartisan group of members of Congress is stepping up to push 
to include the medical marijuana protections in fiscal year 2019 spending legislations. We believe such a policy is not only consistent with the wishes of a bipartisan majority of the members of the House, but also with the wishes of the American people. 62 lawmakers wrote in a letter to House appropriate leaders last week. In January, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Douchebag Sessions rescinded a separate Obama-era Justice Department memo, memo that has generally cleared the way for states to implement their own ma- marijuana laws without federal interference. Given the action, some members of Congress want to go even further than the current medical cannabis protection in spending legislation by adding a new provision that protects all state marijuana laws, including those that allow recreation use and businesses from federal interference. The end. That was fun. Oh my God, take a breath. I was trying to, but I really wanted to get across that. JJ, thank you. I appreciate it. I love when people send me stuff. It makes my life much easier. All right, we got like five, five minutes, eight minutes, give or take. Anybody got anything on their plate they want to bring up? Dave, you brought up the the uh, what did what did you bring up that I ignored? Tariffs, tariffs, omnibus. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of bullshit. A bunch of stupidity. Yeah. Well, I brought up the Cloud Act. You really should look into that. The Cloud Act. Yeah. What was that? Or the, some, it's something. It's just just you know, April's omnibus cloud. Okay, I'll have to read know, that. Like, I wish I wish I, I I wish I can give the exact thing, but I. I can't look up shit right now because I'm not only doing voice over IP on my phone. Yeah, don't look up anything because you're already chattering in and out lots of times. Uh, I did yeah. I did my conspiracy update for Bubba Show this week. Um, they didn't use it yet, so I can't, I'm not going to play it. But one of the stories I used in it, which I thought was kind of funny, and we'll we'll kind of wrap the show up on this story here. Uh, cop sucks suicidal man's toes <laughs> and sexually assaulted him at hospital. Chicago police say. Did it's you, the mugshot too. Did, did you see this story? No, I, I only saw the story. And I just laughed hysterically. Like, I laughed. If, if you're on Twitch, if you're on Twitch, you can see the mugshot Dave's talking about. This is in this Kansas City Star, um, and I just when I found this this story, I was kind of taken back. I couldn't believe it, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, cops are murderous fiends. We didn't even get into talking about um, uh, what's the dude's name that just got shot in uh, in Sacramento. Um, I wish I could remember his name. In the backyard of his grandparents' house with a cell phone. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. They got video of that one, too. Yeah, and they, they muted the conversation on purpose, which is always nice. But anyway, a man who was, who was being held by police on a misdemeanor charge was sexually assaulted twice by one of his guards while he was at the hospital on February 3rd, prosecutors say. Now Officer Calhoun, 46, a 10-year veteran of the police force, faces multiple charges in the alleged assault. Police were holding an unnamed suspect for a misdemeanor charge when he began saying he was suicidal, leading Calhoun and another officer to drive him to a local hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. With the suspect chained to the bed and the other officer away eating, Calhoun allegedly began giving the man relationship advice before massaging the victim's feet and sucking his toes, reported the Chicago Sun-Times. Then he allegedly grabbed the restrained man's genitals pulled out his phone and snapped a picture. Assistant State Attorney Amid Cusco said, according to the Chicago Tribute, the other officer returned and Calhoun then escorted the man to the bathroom, the paper reported. In the restroom, the officer allegedly performed oral sex on the suspect to protest before they returned to the hospital room. When the officer left, the victim reported what happened and sample swabs were taken that contained DNA matches of Calhoun's, the Associated Press reported. 
Calhoun was stripped of his police powers when police first learned of the allegations and placed on a desk job, according to the AP, but was not formally charged until Tuesday. He was ordered held on $200,000 bond, uh, charged with a, a aggravated criminal sexual assault and official misconduct. So just another example of the great Super weird, police gross. out there. It's so fucking strange. It is strange. That's just an unusual. What happened to him? God knows, honey. I mean, just people are weird. Let's let's be honest. Let's just be a hundred percent honest. Foretold. I'm sure you see it in the other countries too. Just humanity in general is just off its rocker. I mean, just people are not. It's awful. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. I mean, uh, here. The average person helps each other out. Like, I saw somebody fall off their motorcycle the other day, or the little scooter, and the whole fucking street came to help, right? Um, that would not have happened in the United States. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, a lot of women here get murdered because, you know, they just didn't listen, um, quote unquote. Uh, so there, there Bitches should listen. I mean, come problem. on, let's be honest here. <sighs> yeah, well, you know, there's a problem, and it, it's cultural, you know? Um, you know what's funny is I, I, I walk around town all the time, and every so often I see a guy drunk at fucking 8 o'clock in the morning laying on the street, right? I haven't been to Guatemala in a while. <laughs> the other day I saw a woman drunk passed out. You know, it's just like, all right, you know, equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, they do have equal rights to do those kinds of things. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, well. Yeah, so, I, so hold on a second. So, you know, I, I've been telling you that the law has been clamping down heavy here right lately um i had to go i bought an ounce of weed the other day because i wanted to make uh coconut oil okay which by the way i'm drinking as we speak um uh, yeah we're listening and i had the bar that is notorious for i love scariest time i've ever go ahead no, you go ahead. You were chopping in and out, so I was just trying to cut in. I don't want to cut you off, though, either. So if you hear me do that, it's just because you're chopping. It, it was, it was, it was the scariest time I could see me chopping in. It was the scariest time ever holding weed. And I'm 50 years old, and I bought tremendous amounts of weed in my life, and I was scared, okay, most Donald. scared here than anywhere else. Tremendous amounts. It's it's gorgantuous amounts. <sighs> Any thoughts on, and not like I really hey, care about this? I made it this long. I'm tapping out. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, we're getting out here anyway, very soon. I, I just want to throw Goodbye. this. Goodbye. I'm tapping out. Goodbye. out. <laughs> He's gone. He's done. Honey, you got any last thoughts, comments, wonders, whys, anything? Wow. Thanks for hanging in there. Hopefully and, we won't be talking about these people next week. It would be nice. Hey, guys. It, it would definitely nice, it'd be nice to not be talking about these kids again next year, next week. Um... I think that's going to be the goal, to try to find other things to talk about. And, uh, you know, just just go through your week and always keep in mind, all you have to do is be a good human being and everything will be just fine. It can be just good. Don't worry, my friends. Don't worry. Just be happy. All right, guys, you've been listening to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio. Uh, Twitch TV and all the video sources you can imagine. We will be back here again next week, my friends. And, uh, you know, just be happy. We'll talk to you soon.
Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense A weapon in a war against ourselves The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace But I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this bad race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off destination The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go Home. But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Ali, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now's time to connect With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the Of the unknown 
please don't 